Hall of Fame will would truly be the, the highest individual honor I can have as a as a football player. Welcome to a celebration of Jacksonville Jaguars left tackle Tony Baselli's induction in the National Football League Hall of Fame. What makes it even more special for me is I want to represent this organization and this fan base because I know it's important to them as well. For them to care that much means a ton to me. Join Jaguars.com senior writer John Hosier as he sits down with the people who know Tony, both professionally and personally. Pride of the Jaguars, Fred Taylor. I have confidence that Fred Taylor will be the next Jaguar in the Hall of Fame. I know it's an important topic. We'll get to that later. But, Fred, first of all, Jaguars fans love hearing from you. I can't thank you enough for doing this. Welcome. Hey, John, I appreciate you, man. You know I know how I feel about Jaguar Nation, man. Uh, it's always good to get back and do these interviews. I know uh, sometimes it seems that I'm removed from the community, but I'm, that's far, far-fetched. Yeah. I'm always in a community in some way, shape, form, capacity, and I'm always and forever a Jaguar. So uh, I appreciate this opportunity. Fred, I'm fascinated. Uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation because I was around you and Tony when you played. Uh, but first question would be, wh- uh, when did you first hear that Bo had gotten elected, and uh, what was your reaction? Well, uh I had a little cheat sheet, a little fly on the wall, if you may. Sure. Uh, I I knew probably about four or five days before they announced it. And um, don't ask me how, but (laughs) I knew. And uh, for me, it was the, you know, one of those things to try and uh, keep a secret. And, um, you know, I don't want to spoil the impact factor. You know, the surprise factor for everyone. Uh, and I was excited for Bo, obviously, whether I knew then or had found out, you know, over NFL Network when they announced it or however it goes. Um, but yeah, I, I found out, man, I was like, wow, great. And it's about time. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I was, I was very excited for him. What's the pride level? I mean, it, I know, uh, for me covering this story, it's been a different experience because I was around you guys when you played and there starts to be a connection when you were sort of there, if you will. Uh, and that's me as a reporter, not involved with it really at all. Um, I've got to think as a former teammate and a guy who's really linked with Tony, who knew him when you played, the pride level, the emotion has to be pretty special when you hear that news, right? Oh, without a doubt. I mean... Granted, everything that, you know, that's that was involved to get Bo there, you know, what he did on the field, uh, what he meant to the Jaguars organization. Um, you know, you go back and you look when you when you go back and look at Tony's career, you know, no doubt. Obviously, he stands out as one of the best to ever play the game. And the biggest question was um, the amount of time that he played. That was the only thing that separated Tony from being a first ballot. Um, and it's football. You know, it's football. Uh, things happen. Injuries happen. Sure. But for Bo to be able to uh, convince people uh, in the amount of time that he did, the amount of work that he did and the accolades that he accumulated, um, I think that's even more special 
you know, because uh, these are once in a lifetime type players. Um, Tony, yeah, to answer your question, being a teammate, to put in the work with Tony, to, to be able to see Tony uh, lead in the way that he led the guys, uh, how he, uh, his relationship with Mark and, and, and Coach Coughlin and the other players on the team. Uh, just to be able to see that and the amount of work he put in, man, you, you know, you, you, you knew he was a Hall of Fame talent, you yeah. know, and, and your frustrations, my frustrations, you know, they ran as deep, you know, wondering if they were going to put me in someday. Uh, they ran as deep for Tony because I know he was deserving sure. of the, uh, the nod, the, the go to Canton. Uh, so, uh, our frustrations travel along the same path because I got a chance to see him. Behind the scene, I saw him, you know, when I got ready to run the ball, you know, we break the huddle. He whispered, Freddie, I got you, you know, or whatever it might be. Uh, so it, it, it's just special, man. Uh, uh, just really here, just on the phone, just kind of playing memories in my head, you know, trying to make sure that I stay the course and I don't get overly emotional sure. <laughs> uh, here because we put in a lot of work, you know. We put in a gang of work. Not everyone sees what goes on behind the scene. They sees what they, they'll see what happens on Sunday, and it's harder to see for those big guys up front. You know what happens on Sunday because they're not scoring touchdowns. You know they're not getting all of the the glory in the in the uh, limelight. You know they're big, fast, strong, and they're considered either they're good or bad. And you know how it goes. Uh, real football enthusiasts know what to look for, but for the average fan. That's not sexy to them. But we, we see the work. We know what goes into play. We knew that Bo protected Mark. We knew what he did in the run game. Uh, and we knew what he brought to the table, brought to the table for the Jaguars organization as a whole. He did it the right way. Tell me about him as a, uh, you know, he got pigeonholed somehow when he was playing. Everybody knew he could pass block. Um, and then somehow, for some reason, there was, a quote knock on him as a run blocker, uh, but I mean he was a hell of a run blocker, Fred. Right? Yeah, and it still surprises me. And this isn't a knock on Jason Taylor, and this is just one guy. I know he 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 pancaked and crushed a lot of guys. The thing is, Tony was able to beat you with his athletic ability, although he was strong as an ox, and he could you know he could he could just muscle you to the ground. You know he was so talented, and he had a a great brain on his shoulders where he was able to outthink you and beat you to your, your spot, you know, using his f- proper footwork and doing the thing that coach Mazer, you know, the, uh, that they taught him up front. And uh, he didn't have to be a, a, a mauler every play. You know, he was uh, also a finesse guy who could, you know, get on the outside and, and hook block you, you know, and seal the edge and allow me to get out there on a 39 boss. Or thirty, you know, thirty nine stretch outside uh, zone play, um, and uh, I enjoyed running left. That was my strong suit, my strong side to run on. I just felt more comfortable running that way when the ball was in my hand. Uh, I enjoyed running behind Leon Cersei just as much as I enjoyed running behind Tony. Don't get me wrong, but it was always uh, a plus plus for me because my left my left side was my more dominant side when it came to securing and running the ball. So I always felt great running behind Tony. So whoever made that, 
stupid comment. <laughs> you know, stupid comments are made all the time in the in, in the media and in life in general, and they don't always fit. Uh, um, the 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 comments don't always fit. Right, and it certainly didn't fit when they you know opposed uh, it uh, as it relates to Tony. Do you? Uh, and uh, this may not be a fair question, but do you have a favorite play memory? Uh, of a run you made where Tony had a key block? Is there one that stands out for you or not? I just I, I just have this one thought that's always it, it was so many. Sure. It's grand it was so it was so many. Um but uh it, it takes a lot for Big Bo to kind of get overly excited and extremely passionate and kind of you know <laughs> kind of hit you with the uh, something funky, right? Uh it was one of those games. I'm trying to remember. We we ran off a nice run, but it, he was he turned to the guy. Was like, you know, with his big gloves on, kind of waving at him, like, "Come on, you want some more? Like, you want some more? Look at that." I mean, it's 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 one of those iconic things. I just can't remember oh, the exact runner. Yeah, game. Jason Taylor. Right. Um, it was probably JT. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking JT in my head, uh, but it was so many of them. I sure. remember. Uh, the Monday night game, my very first Monday night game in uh, team history for me uh, against the Dolphins there. I ripped off that 78 yard yeah. run. Uh, it was a 39. It was a 39 slash uh, to the left, right behind Bo. And uh, what I said to myself was, I'm going to cut this thing back no matter what. And <laughs> um, uh, But before the play, they were telling me to make sure I press the hole and get outside Tony's box because Tony's going to hook him. Tony did his job <laughs> like he always usually does, but I premeditated the cut. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I premeditated because I felt like Zach Thomas was going to overrun the play, and that's exactly what happened. So even though Tony got his man, Zach was 100 miles an hour overshooting the play, who's also a, 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 should be a Hall of Famer here shortly. Um, but Tony did his job and, uh, I just made a cut right before his gap and it worked out for us. Thank God. Brunel hands off Taylor running left, cuts it back. He's got a hold. There he is. 30 Taylor outside 40. There he goes to the 45 50. It's a foot race. 40 Taylor 30 Taylor to the 20. He's to the 10. He's pulled down, but he gets into the end zone. Touchdown in the first play of the game. 77 yards. Fred Taylor erupts, and so does All Tell Stadium. And Tony met me in the end zone. He met he met me in the end zone by the time I got to our sideline, and that's still one of my favorite plays because he's like, "Freddie, I had you." I'm like, <laughs> "I know you did," but uh, you know, I just saw something else, and I just took a gamble on that. But it worked out. But it, it's a ton and ton of plays. Sure. Uh, the Tampa Bay game stands out. My rookie year, we ran a. Um, it was a. Uh, a, 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 like a 36 uh where Tony pulled the tackle. It was a tackle pull out of a shotgun uh, against the Bucks, And uh, Tony went outside, kicked this guy out. I cut inside, boom, boom, boom. I don't know, 71 yards later for a touchdown. Okay, that was the game winner. But you started his, right his on the game number. winner, right? That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Tony pulled. It that's was a right. pull that's play right. by Bo, uh, pulling to the right. And uh, I got behind him, he walled this guy out. I cut, cut, I cut back to the left. Here comes Fred, looking up the middle, now cutting back. There he goes. Fred's at the 40. Fred breaks a tackle. He's on the run at the 50. Fred's on the go. He's at the 30. Fred 20. Fred 10. He's into the end zone. Touchdown.
70 yards for Fred Taylor, and the Jaguars grab the lead 29-24. If you see a big 71 flash in your face, naturally you're just going to run way over there. And I was <laughs> smart enough to know that everybody is going to follow Baselli. So I wanted to cut it back behind Baselli and not bounce it outside. Again, another play where he hooked this guy, and uh, I got up inside, and uh, he's one of the first guys to the end zone after I got done with the ugly celebration. But Bo was always the guy who was enthused for you, uh, no matter the run. Uh, he was the guy who would pick you up off the ground and make sure you were good. Um, I tell that story every now and then, the one that he tells a lot better than me, after Stu went down, Yep. Uh, when I jogged on the field, he goes, oh, boy, here comes the rookie. <laughs> and granted, I hadn't done anything uh, before that game. And, and and just so have it, here we go again, another play to both Tony's side, which was a, a toss sweep to the left behind Maselli. I cut back to the right inside and then bounced outside of um, Cersei, who walled this guy down. And 52 yards later, another touchdown. But somehow all of these runs seem to start either behind Baselli or behind Baselli, even if he's pulling. <laughs> Toss sweep left. There goes Fred Taylor. He's across the 50, coming back, breaking tackles, 45. There goes Taylor, 40. He's free at the 30. He's at the 20. Fred Taylor, 10, 5. Touchdown, Jacksonville. 52 yards. And Fred Taylor makes a statement in his first major run. <laughs> they all ended up in touchdowns, <laughs> ironically. Uh, but those are just a few that stands sure. out, man, uh, that stand out all from my rookie year. But there was so many other years and sweat and tears and brotherhood and love and respect and all that good stuff, man, that comes with it. So um, it, it, I'm excited, so excited for Bo to have finally uh, found forever. We have a couple more, but uh, we talked. I talked last week, I think it was, to uh, Brunel about the same thing. And he mentioned something that you just sort of touched on. That, uh, you know, beyond being obviously a great player, which Tony was, he was the leader of that team in a lot of ways in terms of, uh, you know, making sure guys were working. He sort of set the tone, did he not? Bo, um, Bo always wanted to make sure he was an extension um, of Coach Coffin in terms of, his voice being heard in the locker room. I mean, um, you know, and I, I say it respectfully that if guys decided to follow, there's a pretty good chance those guys were going to be around for a while. Gotcha. If guys went the other way because we had a, you know, we had a, a, a certain locker room where guys knew they had to come to work and their downtime and their free time, their time to kind of decompress was to be able to be jokesters and comedians, you know, the Dion figures of the world way back in those days and the bees and all those guys. Um, it, uh, a lot of them did listen to Bo, you know, uh, they respected Buscemi. Um, sometimes they felt that, man, we get enough of this from coach Coughlin. Why we got to hear it from you. But, right. but, you know, those guys certainly made sure they showed up because they know they knew Bo was going to show up. So he he was certainly a leader for us. Uh, me coming in as a rookie, uh, I wanted to make sure I didn't upset the big fella. <laughs> and uh, I tried to do everything right. And I tried to make him 
you know, uh, um, proud of me. You know, I didn't want to mess up. I wanted to make sure I got in line. You know, I wanted to make sure that um, as hard as he would go, I would go as hard, you know, to earn that respect from him. And at some point during the season, um, that initial comment that he made when he saw me jogging on the field uh, for the Ravens, which I didn't necessarily hear, by the way, until years later. <laughs> uh, but that that quickly changed, and in part because of me wanting to prove to him that I was worthy. And eventually it married up to where we had amazing chemistry across the board, uh, starting with Bo, protecting Mark, and being able to open up some lanes for myself, being able to get help Mark get the ball down to Jimmy Keenan, Kyle, uh, and it started, you know, it started with Bo. He was one of the best players. Well, he was the best player on the team for years. We, uh, um, when he first got in, I remember talking to uh, Leon Searcy the next day. And uh, Leon, as he often does, had a great quote. He said, for the guys who played with them during that era, it it was like that, in, that entire era got inducted into the Hall. And... There was that sort of pride and that sort of closeness of it. Um, and there really was a feeling of camaraderie among you guys, wasn't there? I think I, I, it doesn't have to be that way. It happens naturally. Uh, and that's, that's more of a, you know, a respect and a, and a brotherhood and knowing who was going to show up. You know, some guys, when you see some guys, and they kind of meander along and kind of get there when they want. <laughs> you know, you're like, all right, we, you can kind of tell that this guy ain't about business. He might not be there. But when it's a, 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 a respectful brotherhood and you knew these are guys that you can depend on, you know, these are guys that you can break bread with, then, yeah, the camaraderie is a lot better uh, because you you knew that you can go sleep at night and not have to wake up the next day and, you know, see this guy's mugshot or whatever on the screen on ESPN or what have you. Uh, so it just made for a better locker room environment uh, and a better uh, unwritten or unspoken rule where you don't have to just check each other because you knew this guy was going to show up. And there are several relationships throughout the team with guys that knew, you know, his, his brother, his fellow teammate was going to show up and, and, uh, Again, Tony, he led that charge a lot. So I'm pretty sure guys are excited for Bo that were on the team that might not even – we don't talk every day on the phone. Sure. You know, we don't text weekly or monthly. But the love and the respect and the admiration will always be there. When we do catch up, we check up on each other's families, health, uh, mental states, um, because the love is – is, is embedded in the foundation of what we built together. And, and, you know, that, that honor amongst guys, that fellowship, um, you know, we did a Jaguars draft party uh, with the uh, Bow City group right. out there in Vegas. And all of the guys showed up and they honored Bo that day. But even just to have sort of like a celebration, a post induction, uh, a post announcement induction, slash pre-Hall of Fame <laughs> induction celebration type get-together where we're able to just kind of, you know, kick it with each other, have a drink or two, and just kind of talk about the memories and 
take photos, man, and smile and remember the old days. Uh, but just be thankful that we're all still here and able to um, enjoy each other. Final question. I, I I think I know you well enough that uh, you know you're not wanting to make this about you. I get that. But one of the first things Tony said when he got inducted during his press conference was he mentioned you and and, and uh, that you're you know equally deserving. Uh, did that mean something to you for him to do that? You know, um, knowing Bo, Bo doesn't have to do that. And we both know he doesn't. Um, hell, he knows, right? Um, it does mean a lot, you know. And again, what I just said is to mutual, yeah. you know, respect and honor amongst friends and uh, teammates. There was a race <laughs> to Canton that neither one of us really cared who got there first. Um, both of us, you know, have the same respect and, um, we both feel that both of us are deserving. Uh, and I know my time will come. I, I'm not worried about it. I'm not pressing the gas on it. You know, I understand the process. Um, and when that time come, you know, there'll be a few surprises, but that time will come. It'll, it'll sort itself out, you know, but again, it's not about me. It's, it is about Bo. Um, he's much, much, uh, much, much deserving. And again, without question, and without benefit of the doubt, uh, if Bo had turned out another year or two or three, you know, and I'm talking about just being around the game. Sure. You know, not even having the, 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 the prime uh, days of his career that we know you know, know him for, you know, uh, instead of, you know, the amount of time that he played, if it were double digit years, they would have said, Oh, hands down, Baselli is yeah. a first ballot Hall of Famer. And he should have, it could have easily been when you compare him to the, the, uh, the, 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 the Ogdens of the world, you know, uh, um, and the Walter Jones and those guys, you know, Bo was just as good as those guys, uh, pound for pound. Um, but you know, that, that's neither here nor there. It's time to celebrate the fact that he is going to be immortalized in Canton and forever a Jaguar and forever one of the greats, which is well, well deserved. And thank God it happened in 2022 and, uh, we get to celebrate it. So I pray that, you know, everyone that's invited is able to make it there safely to be able to celebrate with Bo and his family um, and make it home safely. Fred, I'm having a blast uh, doing this series. I could talk to you about it forever. I look forward to when I'm doing the same thing uh, regarding you in a couple of years. I can't thank you enough for doing this. I know Jaguars fans love hearing the stories about uh, you know back in the day. We're old men now, Fred, but uh, I love talking to you about this. I don't and- know about that, John. John <laughs> hey, I might have to slow you down on that one. I try to work on my mind, right? Oh, that's fair. Things, well, and I know where you're going. I like. I'm to an old man ourselves. <laughs> we we are, are seasoned we're, because old stuff seasoned. you throw you toss out <laughs> so i like to get rid of the word old for the most part it's some old cars or something like that but when it comes to the human body and mind i like to think of all of us as just seasoned in our ways and uh things get better when you marinate and season it and that's what <laughs> we do through wisdom and uh health 
and thank God that we have the ability to breathe this good oxygen each and every moment that we're here. Uh, we're not old, J.O. We're just seasoned, baby. And I, I appreciate you having me on. And again, man, Duval to the day we die and always and forever. Duval. <laughs> Gotta love it. Fred, you're always fantastic. I appreciate it. And we'll talk soon. All right, John. Thanks, man.